Forgotten Flicks, episode 58, Hiding Out, from 1987. Yo, what's the move, fella? Tom B, D's E, and Jamie D, we make up the force of Christmas party. Hello, one and all. Welcome to the Forgotten Flicks podcast. I am Joel, joined as always, every week, kids, as regular as Mr. Romper changed Mr. Green Jeans diaper. I'm joined by Jason. You know, Joel. Yeah. I used to be just like you. A short, horny, hopeless dork. Actually, it was Captain Kangaroo in Green Jeans, wasn't it? I was thinking of Romper Room, Mr. Ro- Mr. Roper. Wow, I just totally took all my 70s Mr. icons yes. and melded them into one of the most disturbing kid shows Super in history. <laughs> sorry, yes, I'm sorry. I just, I just totally screwed up your quote. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I was going to say I used to be just like you, a Did short, you? horny, hopeless dork, but you never were short, were you? Uh, no, I was. I, in fact, in seventh grade was about five foot five, Nine. five foot six. In uh, seventh grade, just, yeah, like seventh grade, and I was like, but I was like, 185 pounds, and I was kind of, I was like that baby fat, you know. And I played uh, saxophone, and I went to this like like ghetto ass school. I'm talking like I remember we would go to PE, and by the way, this episode's about hiding out, in case you're wondering. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I remember we would be out there, me and my best buddy Priyam Patel, and we would just sit there and watch the Corners Van circle the neighborhood. <laughs> And that is just, not just, an exaggeration. <laughs> ten foot, and this is a middle school, folks. Ten foot fences, barbed wire. It was, it was classy. It was nice. So, sort of not like the high school that is in this movie. Um, no, no. <laughs> or in Three O'clock High, which apparently was a, an incredibly violent school, but no police officers. Well, think about it. this is nineteen eighty-seven, the same year as Three O'clock High, and much like that movie, apparently. 1987 was a very violent year for the school system. <laughs> Not only violent, but apparently very kind of loose when it comes to, I don't know, let's call them rules. Well, rules and <laughs> statutory rape. I mean, is that a rule? <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, get into that no, I, okay, sorry. Too far ahead. That's too a far. major theme of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> In this episode of Forgotten Flicks, kids, statutory rape. And be here next week when we talk about anal monkey sex. Uh, oh, wait. We're doing Human Centipede next time? Nope. We're doing the Jason <laughs> Groom story. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, yes, uh, we are going to talk about hiding out. I swear to God, we're going to get to it. <laughs> um, but first, of course, we have to mention this is this weekend, the big weekend in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Our buddy. Oh, 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 oh God. No, oh, God. Oh, 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 you've got to go to Monster Mania where Kevin Spencer, you know, the talented bum that tried to make Jason and I look handsome and kind of made me look like a penis with arms and Jason like a bearded orangutan. I'm just kidding. Actually, <laughs> our pictures look better than us. Yes, no, Kevin Spencer did the fantastic artwork on the site. He is going to be at Monster Mania in Cherry Hill. Is it Hills or Hill? It doesn't really matter for him. Just get get close. Hill singular. Yeah. Hill singular. Uh, Hill singular. So there's one hill. There's only one hill in Cherry Hill? Yes. And for those of you who haven't seen um, some of his other work, 
Um, you can check him out at inkspatters.com, but he has put up some uh, photographs on Facebook of the things he is bringing to the con to show off or the things he's going to be selling. And I got to tell you, freaking amazing. Like the alien Yeah, piece, it's I, really nice. I'm going to have to buy one. He did a, a cool alien. He did a, a Freddy Krueger because um, Freddy's going to be there. So it's, it's Sorry, Jack. Freddy's back. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be there, but he's totally not going to be uh, as cool to see as Kevin Spencer. So check out his table. Buy his stuff. Make him rich. Make him one of the 1%, damn it. <laughs> please. Yeah, please. He would really like that, actually. He'll, he'll, take, he'll take the brunt of it all. He doesn't care. Yes, so, <laughs> Kevin. And, I know, and this is just a rumor. This is a hell of a pitch, huh, Kevin? Kevin, you're loving this, aren't you? And, and just a rumor. Just a rumor. Just I will a... not confirm nor deny. I think he may actually know Snooky. Ooh, in real life, really? I don't know. Really New Jersey. I mean, oh well, yeah, it is the Garden State. The Toxic Avenger is from there as well. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Gardens and chemical plants, and a great con. So. That's right. That's right. And Kevin Spencer will be there. Kevin, the worst ad for you ever, my friend. <laughs> Happy birthday! Because today is actually Kevin's birthday too. Happy birthday to you, you. <laughs> Smell, Smell like, like Jason Shoe. <laughs> yes. Wow. The first person, the first time somebody listened to the show, they're going to be like, what the? <laughs> what the hell? Well, so this yes. week, we're talking about the John Cryer movie, Hiding Out. Yes. From 1987. Would you like to listen yes. to the trailer, Jay? And then hit a spoiler oh. alert and then perhaps uh, do a quick little synopsis? Yes, please. Okay. Opening music courtesy of DEG. Who wants to kill you? This money guy dude came to our company with a lot of bonds he wanted us to handle. Millions of dollars worth. Oh, come on. What do you think Capitos is going to do? He's going to kill us? Get us laundering money for the mob. There's only one thing more frightening than murder. High school. John Cryer is hiding out. You've left the outside world. you got to orient your thinking. you got to think of oppression. Think limits. Think humiliation and despair. You're in high school, for God's sake. No smoking on the school grounds. First name first, last name last. Oh, you want, you want my name? Maxwell. Uh, oh, oh, uh, Andrew. Max. Max. Right. Sean? You're the guy that's looking for the newspaper from up there in Boston. I used to be exactly like you. I was a short, hopeless dork. But look at you now. Well, I'm not short. I can look at her face the rest of my life. The rest of your life may not add up to much, pal. Well, I'm almost 30 and I'm still in high school. And I hate it. What is this stuff? You don't want to know. John Cryer. My school attended. Cornell. High school. Is hiding out. Indeed he is. And while he may hate it, <laughs> he surely loves him some 17-year-old. She's only 17. <laughs> Seventeen. She'll give you lo- what? Uh oh! I sense a theme coming. But first, Jason. But first, and not to be outdone, he traps on a pair of water skis and jumps over a mother effing. Excuse me! Excuse me! Spoiler alert, please. Huh.
Thank you, JV. Go to <laughs> jvmail.com. Is this our Jump the Shark episode? No, we did that. Oh, I think we, we did, did that in the first three minutes. Ago. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I was saying, or we did in the first three minutes of the show. Yeah, more than likely. Probably somewhere about two-thirds of the way through that promo for Kevin. That's probably where we did it. Yes. Probably right around the... Yes. As we started the episode, that was our shark. So. Yep. Jump it. <laughs> Jason, hit us with some synopses action in our synopses. <laughs> So this is basically the story of Andrew Moransky, who is a stock trader on Wall Street. Well, not really Wall Street because he's from Boston, but he is a – Yeah, explain uh, that. What, where was he at? I, it, it's hard to tell because yeah. he talks about being from Boston, but he looks but like he, he's But you know what's Wall weird? Street he says trader. that. He says that, Jason, but you know what he never does? He never says, that was wicked good. That was a wicked pissa. And he never says Boston. Boston, right? <laughs> right, right, Ke- Kevin? Kevin, is it – you're going to park the car in the yard. <laughs> and with that, our entire Massachusetts <laughs> audience just but, went out the window. So in, other, in other words, Kevin, come back. Kevin Batchelder, come back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So John Cryer plays Andrew Morensky, who is a stock trader. And apparently he and two of his colleagues kind of unwittingly took on some um, bonds. They were from- money laundering for the mob. How do you do that unwittingly? <laughs> Well, I don't the, even the know what happened, Mr. Like Federal was, Officer. They didn't, they didn't really know. Like they kind of they they thought it was legitimate, and they didn't find out it was counterfeit or bad until the the feds came to them. Um, and so they kind of play this they're rich kind of uh, playboy guys that all of a sudden they have to testify against the mob, and the mob is out to kill them. And the way they find this out is they actually kill one of the three guys as they're all going home, and he was the the one now i didn't look this up but he looked really familiar the first guy that yes, dies rodriguez yes what was he in he looks very familiar yeah he always plays i i i, I seem to recall he always plays like a cd con man type character is what i'm visualizing in my head yeah i don't know i have to really think about it man I, and, and i know he's been in a lot i mean his name is ed eisenberg i mean ned eisenberg sorry um, and I know he's been in a bunch of stuff, but there's something iconic. When I first saw it, I was like, God, I know him from something, you know, time period-ish, a little bit later than this, because I remember seeing him as a, kind of an older guy. But yeah. anyway, he's just in the very beginning. But the so he gets killed, and so Andrew, played by John Cryer, and his buddy are both whisked away by the FBI um, to basically be put into sort of protective custody, but more just hiding them out until their trial. Um, well, that's why the, well, that's why the movie's called Hiding Out, right, Jason? Ooh, nice tie-in. I didn't think about that. He that's was actually hiding. Yes, he was. He was already in hiding. He was oh. hiding out before he was hiding <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. Which is a euphemism for trying to diddle 17-year-old girls. Yeah, I think so, in this case. Um, so, basically, as he's in this little safe room, they, just, they go out for dinner and... Uh, the hitman for the mob, who's apparently also a double for Count Dracula. Oh, and, uh, and is also the dad from uh, Modern Family. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, just, it's not actually here, but it should. No, it isn't. He's got that same kind of pointy hair. Yeah, know, we do his peak. <laughs> yes. So uh, he, a hitman tries to kill them, and he basically escapes as the FBI are, are shot, or at least the two guys that he's with. And he runs off to hide with his cousin and... I assume his, his aunt. like aunt. Yes, is it his aunt? Yes, looks about his, uh, not much older than him. I mean, she's probably about ten years older than him, but not like 
You think? Aunt. I thought she was substantially older than him. You think so? Yeah, Cryer looks young anyway. I mean, the character's supposed to be about 29. So yeah. if he was 28, 29 years old, and, yeah, and she's got to be at least in her well, 40s. Well, yeah, that's 10, 15 years. I mean, that's not super different than him. But anyway. Did I hit, um, did his... I, did I hit a sensitive spot for you there, Jay? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> And so he he um, on his way to go hook up, you know, find his his uh, aunt and his cousin to kind of hide out with them. He stops at a truck stop, shaves his beard off, which from go, I might add, looked glued on. So oh, I totally my first <laughs> wait wait second note I have written ready, Crier's beard question <laughs> mark. <laughs> All I could think was, wow, the wor- the the worst beard since the TV show Lost. Although it came out substantially <laughs> earlier than Lost. Yeah, yes. it, but like the opening scene is him. It's supposed to be setting him up as this Wall Street player. Yeah. It's him in like a suit with glasses and this beard. Well, yeah, well, and, and the beard, it's like you just at any moment expect him to like turn in a shot and like the beard would be just kind of like partially hang off his cheek. Yeah, but he, but he wouldn't like... notice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. so he didn't have to shave it off. He could have just peeled it away. He just peeled yes. it away. And of course, he's kind of got a pseudo mullet-ish you know, long hair, feathered on the on the front. The he front has that mid like to late eighties yuppie mullet. Yes, it was like mullet. Michael P. Keaton kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, as he's as he's running away, he stops at a gas station, picks up hair dye and uh, shaving kit and everything, and basically changes his look by shaving his beard off, bleaching the sides of his head blonde, and kind of spiking it up and wearing a you know kind of a a teen uh, t shirt and a trench coat looking thing that he gets from a bum and that's enough to completely fool his aunt who looks right at him and does not recognize him yeah even his cousin played by keith coogan yep uh who we love on this show we've covered many of his movies before but he may be our new mascot have we covered I, <laughs> he's, is he is. now the winner i don't know if he's the winner of the i have to do a count because it's either keith or tim thomerson or um who's the mo- 80s mom we keep talking oh mary about mary ellen trainer she may yeah, be the Mary winner because she's been. I in think like... she is the winner. Yeah, because she's been in a lot, yeah, even mom, unexpectedly. Yes. Yeah, but um, so Keith Coogan is is his cousin, and he, um, <laughs> I think one of the best scenes of the movie, um, John Cryer kind of as he walks in to try and find his aunt, who um, I might add is a nurse, a school nurse at the high school. Mm-hmm. He says, "I'm going to meet you there," but when he shows up at the high school, everybody there starts treating him like a student because he looks so young. Uh, can I please say it? Can I please say it now? My please, fa- please do. Yeah, my, my favorite line in the movie, and I was so pissed because nobody's put this up on YouTube. Come on, people. I was going to open the show with the guidance counselor comes out thinking that John Cryer is a guy named Sean who apparently had took a blows at a blowtorch to a to the couch couch in the shop teacher's office or something. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, and he's like you know, you did it. Yeah, you need to come in here yeah, and talk and, to me. And, and John Cryer's character is saying, oh, well, no, I'm sorry. I think you're the wrong. And finally, this, this guy stands up and goes, go ahead. Call my parents. I didn't do shit. I didn't do shit. Call my parents. Basically, he's... Um, Can we add that the guy was... Every guy I pretty much went to school with shirt. in Polk County. That's basically who <laughs> yes. he is. What? In a sleeveless camo shirt who was... With a dog collar? Didn't he have like a... Six. Yeah, he had like a big dog collar. Go ahead. Call my parents. I didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah. oh, I love that guy. Go ahead, Jay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's when John. That's when uh, Andrew gets the bright idea to become a student, 
And apparently in 1987, you could simply walk into a high school as a student and say, uh, sign me up. Yeah, I went to a school in Texas. Yeah, my name uh, is my Maxwell name Hauser. Is Max- <laughs> my name is Maxwell House. <laughs> Hauser. Max Hauser. Yeah, that's was- the ticket. <laughs> so, so the remainder of the movie is basically uh, Max, as he's known now as his high school persona, um, kind of adjusting to high school life again. A near 30-year-old. Adjusting to high he school. He does look life. very. I will give him credit. He reminds me of our friend Jarrett. Because <laughs> he, he's a guy who is 28. No, well, actually, Jarrett's a little older than that, aren't you, Jarrett? Um, <laughs> but he's he's a guy that's, you know, older mm-hmm. up there in years, but could, you know, totally pull the 21 Jump Street thing. Yeah, and, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, the John, it's the Johnny Depp 21 Jump Street syndrome, definitely. Um, I actually found it harder to look at him as the. Yeah, the older stockbroker stock type. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm well accomplished. And this is this a year money. after Pretty in Pink, too. This isn't, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's why I think he pulls off the high school thing so easily. Because, you know, yeah. obviously in Pretty in Pink, he, d- he pulls it off perfectly. But um, in this, I kind of get that he's that kind of in-between uh, type character. But the the subplot of this, other than him hiding out in this high school and trying to fit in and um, the funny, all the funny bits about an older guy reliving his high school years – is he also kind of accidentally goes out on a date? Yeah, that was so. Clum- With- that was so. The only way I can put it is it was clumsily handled. Like yeah. the transition from her obviously, you know, finding him cute and attractive, and he defended her paper and, and all that kind of business, and suddenly he's putting on he's trying on ties and. Yes, because he's in the history class with uh, uh, Mademoiselle Nazi. Yeah, yeah. What the hell was that? (laughs) Scary lady. Yeah, I know smoking on the campus, you (laughs) stupid kids. Yes. (laughs) I swear to God, I thought there was going to be a moment, because it had been a while since I've seen She was going to whip it out? No. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I thought there was going to be a three o'clock high moment. You know the- Oh, God. School jock. Yeah. Um, oh, between her and the jock. Uh, what was his name? Um, um, the guy that was uh, O'Rourke. Kevin? Was it Kevin yeah, O'Rourke? O'Rourke. Yep. Yeah. Um, he was the guy that was former class president. He was kind of the jock who was Ryan, the girl in this, who was played by Annabeth Gish. Yeah. Um, it was her boyfriend who she broke up with to start going out with uh, Max. Well, it, the the moments where you know Kevin's like, um, she says, "Oh, can you stay after class?" Yeah. I was like, oh, God, please, no. <laughs> no. Don't have one of those where she's like. You're going to earn your A, honey. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, like, winks at him. And this, I'm like, oh, God, no. Yeah. Um, Don't yes. be shy. Those aren't cobwebs down there. <laughs> <laughs> Just spit on it a little, honey. Yeah, It'll it's okay. <laughs> it's like a juicer that you kept in the garage for a couple of years. You plug it in, heat it up, it'll be back in action in no time. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with me? Oh, uh, I actually kind of thought she was hot, so. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, as they're in her class, Max stands up. I mean, she makes. The teacher says, I'm not going to say whose paper this was, but they were completely wrong about Nixon. Yeah. He was set up by the by the the, 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 left, the, yeah, the hippies, basically. The hippies. And, when everybody and knows the hippies were way too high to set anybody up. 
<laughs> come on. Organize? Yeah, like really. They found the lawn. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Woodstock. I the love that, friends. but I love that damn bird. <laughs> <laughs> so he is basically upset that she's saying this about Nixon. So he stands up and defends it. Uh, and then it turns out it was Ryan's paper. And of course, Ryan, um, like, finds him in the cafeteria later and says, Hey, thanks for defending my paper. And, you know, and I'm like, wait, okay, first of all, he's not walking away from this. Yeah. And then they cut from that lunchroom scene to they're now in, in his Naked cousin's. and on a blade. What? Oh, that was a different movie. I was, yeah, I think I may have switched channels on that one. Yeah. That definitely. was hiding in. Oh, and out and in. And out. And out. Hey, hiding in and out. No. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's I'll tell you what, Jason, question. nothing says love. Nothing says love like defending your thesis statement. <laughs> I was going to say, nothing says sexy like a fish tie. That's so. right. It's true. <laughs> but he says, I mean, he's in there and he's like, okay. <clears throat> so I understand the premise of this, uh, that, you know, he's reliving his high school eight years. And um, it would have been funny. You know, it was funny. He's all going through the stuff that they're going through. And, all oh, you guys don't understand how dumb this is. And I can smoke and you can't. And I'm so much better at math than you guys are. And <laughs> I really found it odd that this whole he fell in love with a high school senior and he's almost 30. I mean, <laughs> I, I think it would have been awkward enough if they had kind of maybe explicitly shown that she or told that she was 18. So it would have been like, OK, well, I mean, you know, yes, she's probably immature for you, buddy. But at least it's all on the up and up. But, yeah, the fact that I got the pressure she was under that. I think what it is is that he fell she for her. Didn't she say she was like she said she was seventeen? Well, she made a comment about him because when he said the whole thing about skate last time I skated was fifteen years ago. She said that would make you two. Yeah, but I thought at some point she she talked about because that stuck in my head that she was seventeen. But well, um, Jason, it's like I believe it was Winger taught us. She's only seventeen. <laughs> seventeen, she'll give you love. How do they know that? You don't want to know. I mean, they say write what you know, and I'm assuming Winger wrote what he knew. You never know. You yeah. never know. He did, but you don't. Yep. So. Uh, so, yeah, so then anyway. You hear that, uh, officer? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Winger does. We we won't testify, though. We will run away to our old high schools and this is true. look like creepy old I, men who I, are I, hanging y- out with <laughs> kids in the cafeteria. Actually, we don't have to try to look like creepy old men. We just stand there. Yeah, I think that to to the point you're making, I think had they maybe played it up as her falling for him and him thinking that, yes, she's a very sweet kid. And if I was five to ten, which is what he's going to be doing if he keeps it up, if I was five (laughs) to ten years younger, I'd go for go go for the gold. But I can't, you know, but the fact that the whole thing where it's like, you know, he says, I I hate that this, but I love Ryan. Yeah, like he it. Okay, that felt forced. No, yes, I agree. And this movie worked for me on the level that it was kind of funny, and his part, he, John Cryer is a funny guy, and I think he, yes, I like his character in this was really good. And but the whole issue of them trying to make this into a love story, also, yeah, that kind of sucked for me. And and then of course I'm going to spoil this. Spoiler alert: He is not actually caught and killed by the mob. What? What yeah, movie was I, I watching? Easy. <laughs> He actually follows Ryan to college under a new pseudonym. Eddie Collins. Eddie Collins. 
and she has cut her hair, so she now looks college age. Yeah, she actually looked more mature with that haircut. I will say that. Yes. Um, and apparently, you're supposed to be a year older or two yeah. years older, whatever it is. But um, so it just that whole, you know, wrapping up with the love piece. I, I didn't like it. I think it would have worked better if it if they played off kind of, if they played it more like a Marty McFly in Back to the Future. Yeah, when where he's kind of he's a little on. creeped out by it. Yes. Where yes. He fights it off the whole time. Yeah, that, that's a great way of putting it. It would be like watching Back to the Future and him. Not quite hating the attention he's getting from yes, moms. Exactly. I mean, because the whole movie they kind of build up to, he's going to fight it off. But then they go to the skating rink, yeah. and he's like, he "Oh wait, Jason, Jason, you mean him. Jason?" They go to the skating rink, and oh, oh. are you ready, boy? Oh. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Jason, Jason, and I are a couple skating right now. Come on, Jay. I'm couples can, only. Couples only. It's can you can you backwards skate? I'm backwards skating, Jay. Oh, uh, look at me. Oh yeah, I'm that guy. Oh yeah, the guy with the referee shirt on. Yes. And the cut and the jorts that are cut way too way too short. There might even be some spillage. Wait, I'm, I'm... <laughs> That's the hairiest damn peach. Why is he carrying it between his? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, 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 go, Jay, go! The disco ball. Wait, that's not the disco ball. That's the glow from my head. I, I'm tired, Jay. I'm going to do that thing where I have to go really fast towards that step that's covered in carpet to launch myself into the arcade and go play Gauntlet. Let's go! Whoa, Jesus! Okay. Catch me, I'm falling. Catch me now. Good, dude, I loved that song as a kid. I got to tell you something. As a kid, listen to me. I was, <laughs> I was in high school. <laughs> yeah. I watched this with my older girls, my teenage girls, and this scene came on, and they're like, what is that place? Are is you shitting moving? me? I'm gonna, dude, okay, this skating? is the end of Forgotten Place. No, I'm just going to go cry now. Goodbye. <laughs> Hold on. Was it easier skating on skates that had four wheels on the sides? Did they make skates with six wheels? No, dude, tell me you're lying. I swear to God. And I'm like, no, honey, the, the floor is not moving. That's the disco ball. Look, <laughs> the lights come on. See? <laughs> and oh. they're all like, oh. <laughs> oh it's, it's like when I had the revelation that all of my kids, not, not a one of them, was born. They've only ever lived in the 21st century. <laughs> like that hit me. I was like, oh, my God. I've at least got two in the 20th century, yeah. but they were ba- they were babies and young. So, um, yeah, and I said I said to them, I said, yes, girls, and I've actually been on a date to a skating rink. And <laughs> I usually just got dumped at skating rinks. Yeah. Well, I didn't say I went to a lot. <laughs> I didn't say I went to repeat dates. I just have been to one. Yeah. But, so to wrap yeah. up to wrap up your synopsis, yeah, the hitman shows up and oh, at the end, yeah, sucks his blood and makes yep. him immortal. No. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he is found, and he he testifies against the mob, and uh, you know, in a very quick kind of, very very brief wrap up to that element of the story, um, and really just never pays any consequences for all the stuff he defrauds and does. As a you know why? Because he's like Leo Getz from Lethal Weapon Two. He's like Lethal, he's like Leo Getz. Because what Leo? Yeah, Leo yeah. wants. Yeah, yeah. Leo Getz. I get, 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 
Oh, I'm a clown? I'm here to amuse you? Ah? Oh, wrong movie. Sorry. <laughs> that's about the extent of it. Yeah, so that's the long synopsis. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> okay, now I'm just going to get this out of the way right now. About two-thirds of the way through this movie, I turned to my wife and I said, I know this is the CND talking. And if you're new to the show, CND is what, Jason? Cinematic nostalgia disorder. It's a disorder that is common, a common uh, uh, ailment, that's the word I was looking for, of <laughs> movie lovers everywhere, especially if you grew up in the 70s, 80s, or 90s and remember movies fondly. <laughs> what you generally find is they <laughs> suck. You're like, oh, I love that movie. But you God, have a, that movie was awesome. That's right, and Jason. Watch it 20 years later, and you think, what the fuck? <laughs> What's I smoking? Yeah, well, if you were a hippie that was out to get Nixon, I'll tell you what you were smoking. A C&D doobie. <laughs> but, you were smoking a C&D yeah. cigarette. Oh, yeah, that's right. Get in there. Get in there, little <laughs> Kevin boy there. I'm talking about Kevin from the movie, by the way, the two Kevins that listen. <laughs> oh, Rock. Yeah. Come here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rock. So you you found this to be CND? Well, yeah, but do, true CND because true CND you would argue, well, yeah, but you realize it sucks. No, no, no. True CND is when deep inside you have this feeling like it's probably not a very good movie, but you can't admit it to yourself because you yeah. have such a warm fuzzy from watching it. You're like, I don't give a damn. I love this movie, <laughs> and I don't care. I'm going to do the because it's awesome, and that's why I'm going to do the anti-intellectual film critic thing. <laughs> Because it's really cool, and like I like that it's got all that music in it, and John Cryer's like really cool in it, and Annabeth Gish is a real cute, um, but not in a creepy, I'm going to prison kind of way, and uh... <laughs> oh, and the D-bag boyfriend really actually kind of plays against type, I mean, he's not really a D-bag, kind of feel sorry for the guy, uh... <laughs> oh yeah, and, they don't oh, have and, a, a bunch of white kids dancing badly, but they do have them skating. <laughs> and we wanted to comment about that uh, Bob Giraldi was the director of this. Yeah, and this is one of only two movies he ever did. He did a lot of TV, didn't he? Yeah, he did, and videos was his main thing. Like he did uh, uh, Michael Jackson's History, you know that big um, video that he did with Michael Jackson is like the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, vaguely statue. Yeah. Um, he did a lot of video and, and TV stuff, but um, he only did this and Dinner Rush. I've never oh, seen it. Oh, Dinner Rush? I'm, I got nothing. What is Are that? Are you serious? It no. was Danny Aiello. I like Danny Aiello. Um, it was like an Italian restaurant, gangster. Why, that's thing. A, that was a stretch, too, for Mr. Aiello. I, I, yeah, I, I know. It's a, yeah, I bet when they handed in that script, it said, Danny, we, here, this is going to be really outside your box here, pal. <laughs> we want you to play an Italian gangster. <laughs> In, in an Italian restaurant. Hey, so at some point, uh, can Bruce Willis show up and we sing? Uh, if you now like wait. to uh, swing on a st- what? I, I got a, I got a connection here for you. Yeah, you go ready? go. Dinner Rush also starred John Rothman. Okay, you may not know his name, but I want you to close your eyes and picture for a moment. Imagine, imagine if you will. <laughs> Peter Venkman is in a library. Yep, questioning a librarian. Yep. And says, are you, oh, God, I can't remember her name, Martha, menstruating right now? And the guy leads up and says, what does that got to do with anything? I vaguely remember. remember. Yeah. That's him. That's John Rothman. The thing he's famous for is he's the male librarian in Ghostbusters. Okay, okay. So here's the question. 
I didn't even look that up. Did, that's I want not, you to know. That's nice. But here's a real <laughs> question. Did they also typecast him as well in Dinner Rush and make him a librarian? <laughs> I don't know. It's actually about an Italian mafioso type at an Italian restaurant played by Dan Aiello <laughs> and his new partner, the wacky <laughs> librarian played by John Rothman. And together, they have all kinds of shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, so uh, not a directorial accomplishment, not so much anything you know, actor-wise, although there were some pretty big names in it with uh, John Cryer and Keith Coogan. But um, now, now, can we get this out of the way now? I think yes. internally, internally, I was Keith Coogan's character a bit. Because they didn't really play up the horror angle with him, that he was a huge horror fan, but did you catch the movie? He and his girlfriend were walking yes! out of... Yes! Yes! I'm so proud of myself. Good. I was thinking... I, 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 go, no, wait. No, this is important, though. Before we say what it is, okay. that th- this movie has a couple firsts for me, like when I saw it, because I saw it in the theater with a friend of mine named Richard, and I loved... Like, at the time, I remember being a kid, I just loved it. I thought John Cryer was, like, the coolest guy. This tells you how, how dorky I was. John Cryer was, like, uber cool to me. <laughs> okay. Well, he, you know, pretty in pink, he was pretty... Yeah, I think what it was is just he has this kind of, like intellectual geek rebel thing going on you know what i mean like he's not not a dork no he's not a dork and he's not but he's not cool in that like you know james dean right badass he's not a a bad guy you know yeah bad boy yeah yeah so but i i just love this movie well two things i remember seeing from it was that honestly as i remember the first times i in my entire life i'd seen these things one were cds because in 1987, not a whole lot of your friends, at least not a whole lot of my friends didn't have CDs or CD players, and none of them were stockbrokers. So when that guy po- you know, pops the CDs in towards the beginning of the movie before he gets a 38 to his forehead, kapow! <laughs> yeah. You know, that was like it was the first time. And it was like when I saw it again this time, I was thinking, hey, that's right, this is the first time I ever saw a CD. And, well, not in person, of course, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. second was when Keith Coogan and his date, who for some reason, I also remember being a kid and finding her strangely attractive. Yeah, she was one of those girls that they put in a movie that they put, like, cat glasses on. Yeah, and they try like to the make her look. Geek. Yeah, and they but she's probably like a model like in real nerdy. life. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's kind of the whole problem I had when Glee first came out and that, that girl, the Catholic girl looking, I don't know what her name is. Is it Leah Michelle? Show. Yes, the one who plays like the main. Oh, lead. she's ugly. I'm like, come on. Oh, she's there is oh, no who? way that all the boys are like making yeah. fun of yeah, her. Yeah, give me I'm a break. Gonna, shut up. I mean, so which please. half of my left nut would you like? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I got to tell you, watching this movie, I saw that scene. Keith Coogan takes this kind of geeky girl that he's always liked because the, she's in his little driving class where he's trying to get his license. Well, and as we discover, she got a bit of a freak in her. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm saying. Uh-huh. Uh, and if she does it, and if she doesn't, you know what I'd say? Would you like some? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> what I'm saying. All right. I, I bet that's how most of your high school dates went, actually. Yeah, yeah. And they, they always ended with a restraining order, so it's all right. It's all right. Or me, or me kicking but, her ass out of the car because she didn't like Army of Darkness. It's all good. <laughs> so, so... Keith Coogan decides he's going to take this girl to date, but he's upset because he doesn't have his driver's license. And that's when uh, John Cryer's character kind of, you know, tries to pep him up. You'll do all right. It's fine. You know, be yourself, that kind of thing. And the next shot is them coming. Well, he rides his bicycle to the movie theater, meets her there. Yep. The next shot is them coming out of the movie and her going, oh, that was terrible movie. That was gross. And he's like, that's what, what I love about, about? That, that was I love that. Yeah. I swear to God at that moment, I'm thinking. Am I suddenly transported in time to Joel's date? <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, because he actually says he goes that decapitation was so realistic. Yes, exactly. Because 
they're walking out of Evil Dead too. Yeah, and even and, sa- even says Dead by Dawn. They even put the subtitle exactly. But what's super cool is that's the year that the freaking movie came out. So the only thing I can figure <laughs> is when they were shooting that scene, it must have been playing in like, like that. Maybe it was really playing at that theater. Yeah, yeah. But I thought, oh my god, this is. Oh, you know what? Too. Oh, we're, Joel. I'm an idiot. Which. I'm just actually stating, as a matter of fact, that was that was actually not just a revelation. I actually know I that. I hope it's not like a complete discovery. No, at this moment. but did no. you say that this was this was produced by uh, Deg De Laurentiis, right? Yeah, this didn't is he, De Laurentiis. Didn't he look it up while we're talking? But didn't he look? Didn't he produce uh, Evil Dead too? Or had something to do? I know he did Army of Darkness. I want to say maybe he distributed or had something he to did do. Evil Dead too. Absolutely, Deg. Ah, boo! Yeah, up. that's why they did it. It was basically yep. product placement. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, Evil Dead 2. At the same year, he did The Bedroom Window, From the Hip, Evil Dead 2, Love at Stake, Made in the USA, Million Dollar Mystery, Rampage, Weeds, Hiding Out, Date with an Angel. I remember that one. Yeah, I do remember that one, actually. But, um, yeah, so he, it was the same production group. Wow, nice connection. I still just connect it by the fact that I think it was your high school date. Well, it, it may have been, but that would, so it's really super cool for me personally because no one else is going to care. Uh, <laughs> it's the fact that that was the first time I'd ever even heard of that movie. I was like, you know, like 11, maybe. Was In Hiding Out? Really? Was yes. the first time you heard of that movie? Yeah, because it came out that year. I was only 11. Oh, that's right. And yeah, then shortly true. thereafter, I remember it was around that time. That the, I to see a realistic decapitation. You know, well, I, I, the, bo- I remember the box. Like It was an armchair theater. We had this little video <laughs> store. There was an armchair theater in a little strip mall right down the road from my grandmother's house. And yeah. when the big bad wolf would come over, we'd rent really scary movies like <laughs> Offbeat. <laughs> and I remember the, seeing the box for Evil Dead 2 and that skull with the eye and being like really freaked oh, out yeah. by it, turning it around and that shot where Ash, it's his... Uh, De, you know, his decapitated, not decapitated, sorry, um, amputated hand is strangling him, and he's got that oh, look on his face, and it's scaring the crap because you can actually see like the little white nubs, and it just yep. it, it just scared me. But then within like a year or so later is when I, or a couple years later is when I first would see the movie, and oh, it would change my life forever. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I may need to go change my underwear. Actually, you may need to now. <laughs> Um, something else I wanted to point out, because as I was surfing, look at that De Laurentiis group. Holy crap, I didn't realize this. Aunt Lucy? Yeah? You know who she really was in real life? Um. Don't look it up. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna come up with something good here. She's she, related to one of the other people. She was related. Is she related to John Cryer? It's his mom! In real life? Yes! I, the only reason I even guessed that is because I did see a name Cryer in the credits, but I didn't, like, connect that it was her. Gretchen Cryer, it, it, she is the ex. Oh, yeah, the um, uh, mother of John Cryer and Robin Cryer, which I don't know who that is. Um, and ex mother in law of Sarah Trigger and mother in law of Lisa Joint. I don't know who that is either. Um, but yeah, that's his mom. Holy cow! So that does, <laughs> it makes even less sense that she wouldn't recognize him. <laughs> Joel, that was the movie. And this is such thing as division between reality and maybe in your world, Jason, maybe in your world. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there weren't a whole lot of other famous names in this um, besides John Cryer and Keith Coogan. I mean, Annabeth Gish was really good in it. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I didn't look this up. Tell me if I'm right. I did. I I just glanced at my notes. I almost forgot about this. And I would have like this would have been one of those as soon as we stopped recording. I've been like, son of a (laughs) Okay. Yes. Is. The waitress in the diner. Remember that? Yeah, what do you have, honey? That lady. Was that Joy Behar from the friggin' view? Yes, yes, it I was. Didn't even, I didn't even look at it. I think about it and go, is that friggin' Joy Behar? 
<laughs> she goes, yes. I don't know. I said, I did. That's Joy Bear. I, I did. I meant to look that up before the show. And oh, they come I knew and they it. go, baby. I, I, I serve them and they leave or something like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Yep. I do remember her from that. Yeah. I looked that up right as it was watching it because I'm like, she looks really, really familiar. And did you um, catch when, when Andrew pays for their meal with uh, Patrick, his nephew played by, or nephew, Jesus, cousin played by Keith Coogan. And Keith, does this bit where he's like, oh, I'll get one of these. Did you catch the gum he asked for? It was a tube of bazooka gum. Do you remember that? Did he really? Yeah, he said a tube of bazooka. And then I know he asked for like um, a snicker bar. Yeah, or it's a couple like other things. But he says a tube. Yes, the bazooka in like a toothpaste, a toothpaste tube. tube. Do you remember? Do they even make that crap anymore? <laughs> I am sure because <laughs> some of the crap I've, my kids have bought candy wise, it's. Yeah, although I don't know. The big one for me wasn't the tuba bazooka. It was the big league chew. Oh, I used to love the grape. The great big league chew. Gotta love that. And like you were chewing char and tobacco, but it was really gum, and you stuffed it in your mouth. I told my story about the time that I thought it'd be a brilliant idea to stick an entire wad of real chew snuff and take a huge drag off a Salem menthol cigarette all at the same time to get a buzz. I've told you this story, right? Yes. Yeah. On the show. Needless to say. That you want to you know how to cure your kids, guys of smoke. When right there, have them do that one time. It's miracle cure. It yes. will get. It will immediately. You will, I have not smoked a puff since. <laughs> oh my my. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yes, because that's when I went to the story about actually buying one of those blocks of tobacco that you always see in a. Bugs Bunny commercial or Bugs Bunny cartoon where it has the star on it. Yeah. And they take it the, and they bite a piece of it off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bought one of those uh, one Halloween in college, and a buddy <laughs> of mine and I are like, yeah, tough guys. Arr, bite this off. Chew it. Throw it up the rest of the night. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? When you look down, three hairs had sprouted out, hadn't they? <laughs> Son, let me tell you something. I had I had hair sprouting when I was like three. <laughs> so. Oh no, honey, go change Jason's diaper. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, no, to, to quote to quote Booger in Revenge of the Nerds, we've got Bush. <laughs> we've got Bush. Hey, oh. listen, I invented the phrase "they itch." Okay, <laughs> they itch. It's a fact. Back. That came from me. They copied it off. And so. and in classic 80s, um, always racist, racist towards the Asian folk tradition. <laughs> um, what was it? It wasn't Long Duck Dong. That was uh, 16 Candles. What was the name of the dude from Revenge of the Nerds? Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, what was his um, name? Oh, shoot. I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember. But, yes, I know who you're but talking yeah, about. But, yeah, Hell Pie, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, we got to do that movie. Um, which brings me to another point. Yeah. One of the things we talked about a lot in the show is mm-hmm. sort of the how off-putting it is or how odd it feels when a lot of these movies um, are kind of homophobic or throw in the, the whole fag reference like it's funny and it feels so odd to us now. Yeah. Um, but it was it was used a lot more. You talking about then. the cigarettes? Uh, yes. I know. I know. Or, I know yeah. From what I've learned Actually, from a mags. Pile of sticks. I, I was a pile of sticks. Oh. Uh, is a fag. Yep. Um, I thought it was a secret. No, but I don't even get it. It is both, actually. Yeah, okay, Govna. <laughs> <laughs> That's for Bags, Phil, and the rest of the gang. 
that this was one of the few movies we've watched that was kind of that teen comedy yeah. where they didn't throw that around. And, well, they and, referenced it, but they well, di- they didn't. Um, I think they, they weren't they weren't as up. they weren't as like homophobic about it. I guess is the best way to put it. Well, and at least they set it up with the the fact that with the first class that that Max went into John Cryer's character was like health class, and the teacher was up there talking about it's perfectly natural, and here's the yeah, rainbow the, the, of sexuality. Yeah the, yeah, the spectrum of human sexuality. The spectrum of human sexuality. And over here we have heterosexual, and over here we have homosexual, and we've all had feelings all along this spectrum. And um, But he at least they were kind of presenting it a little uh, better. Yeah. They did, of course, throw in that when John Cryer's character recognized his cousin – and he's trying to get him to say, hey, it's me. He's winking at him and looking at him. And, of course. Yeah, Patrick, of course, is thinking he's hitting on him. He's yeah. coming on to him. Yeah. And, um, uh, but it was at least funny that the way that they played it out. It wasn't quite as offensive as some of the other movies that we've seen in the same time period where yeah. they kind of made it to be more of a bad thing. So, And I know we haven't done it yet. And we haven't talked about it a lot on the show. But mm-hmm. the movie The Heavenly Kid. Did uh, you, yeah, did yeah. you ever see that? It's been a long time, but yes, I have. Okay, well, you remember that the primary plot of the movie is the dead guy is the na- trying to get his, you know, basically trying to get his wings and, and yeah. become an angel by helping this kind of goofy, geeky kid get cool. Right. There were moments for some reason that this movie had that vibe between Patrick. It was it wasn't a lot, but there was a couple moments with yeah. Patrick and Andrew that I had that I had that vibe where Andrew, obviously the older, the sage who's been there, done that, is kind of. Looking back on high school, which I think that that angle is something they probably could have played up a little bit more. I think he was too easily accepting of his situation in high school by falling for the girl. And I kind of would have liked it, I think, if he had been more of like a fish out of water, try really trying to get the hell out of this situation. I kind of felt, because especially when yeah. they would say things, well, you've been here for two weeks or you've been here for a month. I'm like, what? Yeah. How much time? It, it felt like the whole movie took like a week, but they kept saying things like, well, this went two weeks, or you've been in the, living in the high school for three weeks, or... Yeah, and and I think it would have... I mean, I think the interplay between John Cryer and Keith Goobin was good, and I don't say them as actors. I mean, I guess Patrick and Max was good, the characters, yeah. not the actors. But um, I think the character interplay was good, but I would have liked to see more of Max trying to help his cousin yeah. get cool, because he was... Max was kind of the automatic cool guy because of the way he stood up to the teachers and some of the stuff he did um that i think would have played a little bit better but it wasn't an awful movie i think it was just a no, it's a, a meh it's kind of like toy soldiers like popcorn fluffy entertainment there's nothing you know it's I like junk like toy soldiers better than this yeah but it's a totally different type of movie though and i did i love yeah, toy soldiers but i, I and i lo- let's get this straight i love hiding out i don't care but I really can't, if I'm trying to justify it in some kind of cinematic, academic kind of way, I can't really do it. So it's purely got to be the, it's... Ah! Uh, uh, Are you... This you're... is your Goonies. Oh. That's hmm. my Goonies. It's the same way. I, I, I thought Monster I Squad was my Goonies. Oh, well, yeah, that is too. But I have a lot of Goonies. <laughs> Except for Goonies, Goonies, oddly enough. <laughs> Except for Goonies. Uh, it's <laughs> Toshira Takashi. What was the character's name, though? That's that's the character's name, Toshiro Takashi. They call him Takashi. I guess Toshiro Takashi. His real name is Brian Tachi. Is, he isn't the guy that played Long Dug Dong, though, is he? No, not the same guy. That I Which who was the guy in the movie Vamp? Oh uh, God, I don't know. Okay. I haven't seen that one in a long time. That's the Jim Carrey one. 
Oh, no, no, that's... Um, <laughs> what the hell, Jim Carrey? Well, which were you thinking of? Once Bitten. Oh, no, 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 Once Bitten. No, Vamp is the... I know, the Vamp the, is a different one. Yeah. yeah. I always get those blended together. Vampire high school movies. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not Lost Boys, it's not Vampires, so... Well, how about Near Dark? <laughs> well, that one, that, yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. But that's not the same type. No, that's movie. true, that's actually... It's a teenager, you know, type, yeah. And they don't freaking sparkle, so... Oh, God. I am so proud to say I have not seen any of those movies, like, at all. Not even a clip. Yeah, I've seen parts of the first one. You're so full of crap. You've got teenage girls. You've seen them all. I know. No, I have not. No, I have not. I've seen the first one, not beginning to end, but parts of it because it's playing on my TV on occasion. But uh, I have not sat through the whole first one, and I have not sat through any of the others, however many there are, one or two. I'll believe you this time, Jason, but I swear to God, <laughs> if I see you looking all emo in your cube one day. Oh, my. Okay, no. Jay, well, I tell you what, I think we've talked enough about the amazing cinematic achievement. <laughs> that is the high school rom-com yes. called Hiding Out. Yes. Oh, and last, <laughs> last, last mention, it had a montage. So I will, uh, now play, I will now play a promo, which will then lead us into our movie picks. Are you ready? Are you let's ready, boy? Let's do it. You got questions? JV Mail's got answers. JV Mail. 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 Dot com. JV Mail. Wednesdays, 8, 7, 10. That's JV Mail. Dot com. Come here, Kevin. <coughs> I'd like to give you a good grade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Jason, what is your movie pick? Your your <sighs> pick that connects somehow, some way. <laughs> Should we make it so nebulous that it could even be some part of the title? Because there was a, I was as I was looking for trailers, I found a movie what called. Can I pick without? No, no. What can I pick with the word it, out? <laughs> it wasn't even hiding. It was hide er hider in the house, starring Gary Busey <laughs> and Mimi Rogers. Look it up on YouTube. It is six tons of awesome. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. No, I'm still going to try and connect it to somebody. Okay. So I've that's been my running theme. At least it's been someone that's either been in the music or the director or the producer or an actor, uh, actress. So this one I actually chose um, Claude Brooks. Now, Claude Brooks. Hold on, hold on. Played... Hold on. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> he played Clinton. <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. You wait. He played <laughs> I did not have sexual relations. <laughs> not that Clinton. With that woman. Wait, yeah, I did. I ain't going to lie to you. I hit that ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, I rolled up on it. Oh, yeah. And that was a lot of rolling. Oh. oh that was a big old ass. Oh. Oh. Yeah. No, it was the guy with the kid oh. play haircut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, the one that was the fade. Yes, because he, well, he's a mover. He's a motivator. That's the way he is. I'm a behind the scenes kind of guy. Yeah, you know? and, yeah. Um, so I thought I've seen him in something else at the same time period, like something really close, something with that same um, uh, look. I mean, he was the same age. Like it wasn't even years later or anything. Yeah. So, um, he was actually one of the main characters in Solar Babies. From oh 1986. With Jason Patrick and, hold on, 
Jamie Kurtz. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want you to do something for me. I assume you have some sort of computerized mechanical equipment in front of you. I want you Well, to I've go- got a box with two hamsters in it. <laughs> <laughs> Gerbils, please. Yeah. We don't use hamsters on this show. Oh, that's right. I want you to go to the internationalmoviedatabase.com. All right. And I want you to look at the photographs... <laughs> that always have for the movies. Okay. Right? They always have some kind of like stills from the movies or pictures of the actors, actresses. They do? What? Okay. What is this This interactive data bust thing that you speak of? Of moving pictures. Mo- of moving pictures, yeah. What is yes. Of moving pictures. Um, it is actually quite a good resource if you've not With, with woefully inaccurate yeah. trivia. I think that they actually abbreviate, so you don't have to type in International Movie Database. I oh, think it's just... Oh, Imadiba? Uh, Imadiba. 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 Well... Um, I want you to go there, and I want you to actually look up those still photographs. And some of them, you know, shots of the people doing their promo. You know, it's all the characters together in their uh, okay, roller this skates. Okay, this is for... Solar Babies. Oh, Solar Babies, okay. Yes. And this is basically the Solar Babies is from 1986, the year before this happened. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, before uh, Hiding Out. And it's uh, Claude Brooks plays one of the. Damn, Solar Jamie Gertz aged well. Oh, my God. Don't even go there. Um, and they're basically these kids in the future, and Earth is reborn. What the hell? <laughs> what is that <laughs> one of them it. sitting together? <laughs> that is the most awkward. So I want everybody listening right now. I don't know who I'm hornier for. Wait, wait. I don't know who I'm hornier for right now. Jamie Gertz or Jason Patrick. (laughs) Pause this show. Please pause this show. Oh, my God. And on your smartphone or on your computer, I want you to go to the International Movie Database and look up the number two picture under Solar Babies. (laughs) That is, I might make that my background (laughs) on every computer I own. That picture picture makes me horny. And impotent all at the same time. <laughs> it is this odd picture. Like, I really want to, like, somehow go into Photoshop and erase him. <laughs> and put your head on it. <laughs> yeah, er, yeah, but but not on that sweater. No. <laughs> so they are basically sitting together with their legs wrapped around. It's basically. a sex position. This is like a Kama Sutra position. But generally speaking, usually the woman's legs are on top of the guy's legs. Unless this guy has like a 19-inch schlong. This guy has a whale penis. He's able to actually extend it out from his body. No, no. Here's, here's how this happened. They're at a photo shoot. Yeah. Jason Patrick is sitting down first, and Jamie Gertz sits on his lap and puts her legs around. And some guy's like, boing. Nah. Now, wait. Stop. No, I'm no. Out. I'll tell you what happened. She was like, um, this isn't going to work, guys. It's moving. <laughs> no. Some, some producer or somebody's like, no, uh, no, that's too sexual. Nope, switch places. Yeah, this yeah. is a sweet, innocent movie. <laughs> yeah, this won't look creepy. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so this is actually the movie of a you know kind of a far off future uh, that everybody wears roller skates and there's this kind of new nouveau sport, um, and these teenagers are are kind of the the last vestiges of humanity and they're trying to survive and they find this orb. I actually think we've talked about Solar Babies. Way back, like in the teens episode. I think that might that might need to be a, an episode. I think it might have to be, especially after this discovery. But um, <laughs> it's it's actually a pretty decent one. But this is the one I most remember um, uh, um, 
Clinton from. I mean, this is the one that I remember his character from, uh, or his his hair is exactly the same. I mean, you look at the <laughs> look at the pictures; mm-hmm. um, they're exactly the same. But so anyway, um, so my pick is Solar Babies, just for that awesome still of Jamie Gertz and Jason Patrick. Wow, dry wow. humping. That, yeah, <laughs> and and they both have the same sweater. It's just that his is blue and hers is pink, and she pulls hers down over the shoulder. Swap those around. Uh, cut her hair. Like I said, I don't know who's got me more. Uh... It's a lesbian scene. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Jason, Jason Patrick got the long hair, curly. They both have the same hair, same teeth. They both have such pretty eyes. <laughs> and add Jason Patrick to the list of celebrities that will never come on the show. So <laughs> that's a lot. Actually, we need to have a list of people that would because it will probably be far shorter. It would be much more fun. Yeah. Um, oh, you say Jason so, Patrick wouldn't be fun. Based no, on that picture, that else. based on that picture, I'd <laughs> say he's a ton of fun. <laughs> you think we get Lucas Haas on the show? He was also in Solar Babies. He's the guy that was in yep. Inception, but he's also the Lady in White. And, yep, yep. Good stuff. So, yeah, we'll he knows. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. Stranger Things he was happened. Twilight episode too in the eighties. Was he? Yeah, yeah. Eighty six. Eighty six was a good year. So can I do my pick now, Jay? Yes, what was your pick? I just got so excited about that picture, I couldn't. Yeah, it was know. something. I'm done now. Okay. I we'll chose... to post. We'll yeah. to add that to the post. Oh, yeah, we actually need to post that up. That's that's just fantastic. So my pick yes. was from 1984, which is funny because I actually thought mine was originally from 86, but I'm glad I looked it up just to be sure because I would have been wrong. It was No Small Affair starring John Cryer and Ms. Demi Mora. Meh. What do you mean, meh? Eh. Okay. Eh. It, it may be bushy, but is there anything in it? I mean, seriously, are you a man? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you, meh? Eh. I don't think she's that. What? Uh, I don't. I no. I've never found her. Now, I don't think she's ugly, so let's be clear here. I just don't think she's like a hottie, hottie. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, like you heard of people, whole, really? She did the stripper or whatever it was. Oh, uh, you mean strip tease? That's a real hard yes. uh, title to forget. <laughs> yes, I was like. Actually, you know, it's funny. I actually, I think I actually prefer. I prefer eighty Demi, eighties Demi, where yeah. she was more natural. That was like that's like plastic Barbie Demi. You know, like GI Jane. Yeah, well, that's just a dopey movie. See, but... and I, I completely just Ghost. I don't think that was an awful movie. What? I like Ghost. Oh. Hey, Jason. Jason. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh no. I don't want to see Whoopi Goldberg and Demi Moore making out. I'm sorry. I don't care what you say. It just you can put his face on her face. I don't want to see that. I, I know it's underneath that face. I don't want to see that. It's not that big a stretch. It's kinda of like watching a chicken it's a exactly dude. The same. Patrick Swayze, Whoopi Goldberg. No, but I'm saying it's yeah, but yeah, but see with Whoopi it's, it's still like watching a chicken a dude. <laughs> Well, it's more like watching a dude and a dude with Demi. I mean, what? <laughs> People, please, not... please, 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 please send your send she's... your hate mail to Jason at ForgottenFlix.com. <laughs> I don't. I just don't think she's that hot. Oh my God, there's something wrong with you. Okay, so moving right along, my pick is No Small Affair from 1984. <laughs> this is listed as John Cryer's first motion picture, mm-hmm. and I remember this is one of those that I saw on HBO when I was way too young to see it. It <laughs> also star, uh, stars George Went. And let's see. Oh, Jeffrey Tambor was in it. Tim Robbins. 
That's pretty good. Jennifer Tilly. I mean, good cast. And in a nutshell, this is sort of a reverse of hiding out because John Cryer, John Cryer's character is supposed to be about 16. He's a photographer, and he catches a picture of Demi's character, who's about 22, 23 years old, and falls in love with her. And it, they literally end up having an affair. Mm. And it's kind of one of those movies that's a romantic comedy, but it's probably more heavy on the romance. Like, it's not... I remember my, my sense of memory of it is it wasn't particularly, like, laugh-out-loud funny. You know what it I mean? more of, like, a cute funny... Yeah, it was more of a coming-of-age. Yeah. Like, yeah. the humor is under the surface. It's not, you know... Right. <laughs> it's funny. No, it's not like that. So, yeah. but I, I remember really digging it when I was a kid, and it's probably because, if I'm not mistaken, you see her boobies at some point. Um... <laughs> I'm way too mature for that kind of stuff to affect me now. So, just so we're clear. Yes. But, yeah, no small affair from 1986. I gotta ask, was this before Night of the Comet or after? Oh, good call. Well, for me, seeing it after. Because okay. I saw Night of the Comet actually Not very... Not when they were released. But no, no, but Night of the Comet came out in 84, and I probably saw it around 85 when it was on HBO. So... Was, uh, Night of the Comet? You yeah, mean? and this one I don't think I saw until, like, shoot. Late eighties, early nineties, even. So, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, so we really can stick with the Kelly Maroney kickstarted your. Oh yeah, totally. Okay, All right, yeah, just checking. Ke- yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> that was not a lie. I was not lying. <laughs> you sure it wasn't George Went? Well, you know, it might have been. I like Norm, big big fan of the Cheers and Cliff Clavin and whatnot. Oh, but no, I'm pretty confident it was Kelly Maroney in that <laughs> cheerle- cheerleader outfit stripped down to <sighs> tidy whiteies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think Demi... I'm still stuck on the Demi Moore thing, man. That's just weird. Yeah, she is weird. I mean, No, like, I meant you. No. <laughs> you bush baby. <laughs> <laughs> now, who is that... Um, oh, I know you're going to kick me for this. The guy from that 70s show that was her... Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, he's cuter than she is. So, I mean... I, I rest my case. Done. <laughs> Okay, Jason, I want you to come out now because, honestly, I, I'm your friend. I, I don't judge you, and I understand the five kids is a front. It's okay. I, don't, I know that I hope this isn't how Meg's going to find out, but, you know. I know who I think is hot, and I'm, I'm not saying she's ugly. So God, what is this? wrong with you? Now, Myla, uh, me, or is it Mila? Mila Kunis from that 70s show? Uh, yes, she is hot. Okay. Now, as soon as she starts talking, no. <laughs> but... <laughs> but she <laughs> I don't mean in person I mean like in like her acting so wow she is hot she is super hot I do like her yeah but in like, Jason's no. world he prefers his women his women folk not to speak <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're real pretty there honey uh, just sit there with your mouth shut oh, unless no, I my... need it to be open if you get my drift <laughs> for the no. duration it won't take long I just do not want you to verbalize any, uh, I, I, we could call them thoughts, but this is my impression of Jason dating a hot actress. <laughs> if I wanted your opinion, I would have given it to you. Yay. Right. Hey. hey. Uh, no, she was really, really good in, um, uh, what was that one that was real recent? Um, they were in. Oh, that the girl one. Sana- and, no, the girl in the, um, yeah. Sane Asylum. Uh-huh. I told you about the was, one um, where the thing is in the place. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the one I, where they're. I have no idea what you're talking. <laughs> it's the mo- it's the one that we uh, um, sucker ah. punch. Oh yeah, yeah. She was good in that. Yeah, whatever. 
Like, she was kind of cool in that. That movie just, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I mean, Mila Kunis. Yeah, okay. No, that's true. And actually, she was really awesome in uh, Now I'm Doing It. <laughs> we're going to call this the, uh, what the hell was that movie called? <laughs> I, keep I didn't see... look that up. I actually had to dig that up. I know. I, I want to say abstract, but I totally know that's not the name of this movie. Abstract? Extra... No, was it extract? The one with uh, Jason Bateman. Actually, Mike Judge, the guy who did Idiocracy and Beavis and Butthead. It was the one he just did with Jason Bateman. She's in it. I want to say it's called Extract. I'm almost, I don't remember. I'm almost positive it's called Extract. Yeah. I don't remember a lot that she was in, other than she was in that 70s show. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, um... A movie punch, we, and but... a movie with Justin Timberlake. That name was she really? Yeah. Oh, did that make you hot because of Justin? Oh no. <laughs> now Marky Mark and his yeah. and his funk and his funky bunch. Oh man, he's got some pecs. <laughs> Kerr. <laughs> Actually, I've heard he has a third nipple. Really? Shut up! No, yeah. he doesn't. I know I'm ruining the fantasy, but yeah. Don't talk about Marky Mark that way. I mean, serious. Like I think he openly was like. Admitted it. Oh, really admits it. Yeah. I have a third nipple. It's only it's only creepy if you can milk it. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's south. And he's like, look, here's two and there's one down there. No, yeah. it's a nipple. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> It'll scab right over. What? <laughs> oh, good God. Okay, so Jay, on that uh, note. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, maybe want to, I don't know, um... Well, let's, uh, let's go ahead, of course, thank JV Mail. For, or JV Mail. Yeah. Let's just thank this this non-entity podcast. That's actually his name. No. Wait, it's JV. Yes, but I added the mail. It just sounded weird. So thank you, oh. JV, of course, for your spoilers and your alerts and your promos. We miss you, though. We would love new spoiler alerts. <laughs> and I'm so lazy, I'm just going to keep reusing the ones you gave me. <laughs> That's just all there is to it, my friend. So, yes, thank you to JV. Thank you, of course, to Kevin Spencer for the awesome short and the fact that the dude has given us show art despite his superhuman endeavor to bring you the people kick-ass art for Monster Mania this weekend, <laughs> Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Be there, or we will come to your house and show you Jason's bush baby. Jason, it's, it's a fact. <laughs> and you do not want him scratching around your scrambled eggs. That's all I'm saying. You do not want me touching your fuzzy peaches. <laughs> um, no. If you'd like to see more artwork by Kevin Spencer. Yes. Uh, I do. I do want to see more, actually, Jason. How would I do that? <laughs> well, you can go to his website on inkspatters.com, mm -hmm. or um, we post a lot of his work on the Facebook page for the Forgotten Flicks group. So you can either find us, uh, Forgotten Flicks group, on Facebook, or we actually have just a podcast page, which we put up the episodes yes. and show art and trailers and things of that nature. Um, so check us out on Facebook. And the group is an exclusive club because you have to apply to join, and I have to let you in. And let, let me tell you, folks, I am really selective. Actually, I'm not that selective unless you're like a spammer you're getting in. Um, <laughs> yeah, because if you're a porn bot, he'll let you in. Oh, totally. I'm actually trying to like get more of those in so I can push you guys <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yes. And also, please check us out, especially if you want to see a picture of Jason Bateman. And Jamie Gertz. Check us out on Forgotten Flicks. Jason Bateman? Was this around the Silver Spoons era? Oh, Jason Patrick. Oh, God. I can't believe I said Jason Bateman. Yeah, you can, because I already mentioned him. I, I screwed yep. you up on that one. Okay. Jason Patrick and Jamie Gertz. Their lovely picture will be up on ForgottenFlicks.com. 
you can check us out there along with some great reviews of uh, other movies that we're talking about, including what movies we're going to be talking about Mo- in the future. Yeah, and there's so. mov- movie games. You can actually access the uh, Forgotten Flicks store. That are- and buy your very own yes. CND-positive T-shirt. Yes. Being a part of the exclusive club, you can only get it through us. Yes, and, 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 more importantly, you can also, actually, it's not really more importantly, it's exactly as important, um, <laughs> you can also leave a donation like more other, importantly, yeah. more importantly than checking out the show, just come and give us money. <laughs> Basically, is where I'm going with this, <laughs> and be awesome yes. like the wonderful people like Tawana and Hammond and Ben and Peter who have all done that. They are fantastic. We love you all. Thank you for doing it. We'll be here all week. And just so you know, the other Ben, I did not forget your voicemail. Listen at the end of the music, and I am going to play a special voicemail. From our buddy from the land down under. I'm not going to say what it's about, so you have to listen through to the end of the, the music. It's important, though. Don't miss it. Yeah, don't miss it. You will actually hate yourself. I am not going to be held re- Jason, and I will not be held responsible if people well, you will be, do mass no. suicide because they missed <laughs> his voicemail. If you miss Ben's voicemail, it's Kool-Aid time. Seriously. Well, actually, it was Flavor-Aid, and I believe it was grape-flavored, which I would yes, drink. Not because, not because I would have been one of the sheeple. No. I like grape flavor aid. <laughs> and I would be like, look, it's there. It has to I have to drink it. I don't care that little Betsy and, and and little Susie Joe just collapsed in front of me and are frothing at the mouth. <laughs> Is it too soon to make jokes about mass suicide and religious cults? I don't think so. I think it's good. Okay. So this is the point of the show at which I tell you or ask you rather. Do you have anything wait, else? Wait, 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 wait. And you can follow us on Twitter. I'm Forgotten Flicks, he's Flick Psychic. Yeah, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, do you have anything else? I got one more thing, Jay. A little something like this. Crying over you. Crying. Uh, Jason? Jason? Huh? It's not a rap song. Hey guys, it's Ben from Australia here. I just watched Toy Soldiers last night for the very first time. I thought it was a pretty good movie and it wasn't too predictable. But I, I didn't like that at the very end the kids had seemed to have forgotten that their their friend had been murdered. And were just all like high-fiving and uh, messing up each other's hair. and Yeah, just forgot about the terror they'd been through. Right, that's all from me, so keep up the good work and I'll talk to you later. Bye.